What's up? It's Sierra. Hey, it's Ebony. And And welcome welcome to the the Real Play Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the Real Play Podcast. It's Ebony. And this is Sierra. And today we are going to cover some hot, hot tea, some topics that has been circulating in the media. And um, we've been uh, partaking in... uh, some of them are funny to me. I mean, mm-hmm. I was going to say the laughter of some of them. Some of them are funny. Some of them are not. Right. So um, let's get started. So the first topic I want to talk about is the BBLs. What does BBL even stand for, actually? I have no idea. Really? Really? But. Brazilian. Brazilian. Oh, Brazilian butt lip. I knew <laughs> She was joking. I thought you were like, I don't really know, but, and then you were going to come with it, but yes. Brazilian no, I think I, I knew that, but that, you just don't use the term that much to, no. you know, I got it. I got it. Oh so yes, God. the Brazilian butt lift. <laughs> I think everyone is talking about that right now. Um, Cause it was on, is it spiritual world? One of those, mm-hmm. one of those, one of those things on Instagram where it said there was like 28 women in wheelchairs coming from, what was the country? Brazil, I guess, probably. Was probably it somewhere Colombia a lot of people get it done in Florida like Miami area um so they were yeah. on a they were all coming on a flight all in wheelchairs getting on a flight to come back to Atlanta and <laughs> one of the comments said um was that it looks like a nursing home field trip <laughs> And it's funny when you think about it, like all these women in these, in these wheelchairs, they went overseas to get like elective surgery, elective surgery, which I've had surgery before I've had knee surgery. And that was, there wasn't no choice in that. Like it had to happen. And after that and feeling the pain after the anesthesia runs out, like I'm not getting surgery just for fun anymore. Like never, it hurts that bad. So let me throw out a disclaimer and say that we are not talking about this topic to shame anybody who has had surgery electively because I know several people who have had it right however um, I think there's a lot of important things to talk about when you are getting elective surgery so I was talking to someone that I know yesterday and we were talking about all the people that are going to get BBLs right and so she said that someone she knows is starting this actual business which is like um to your point about a nursing home it is a facility like a i forgot what she called it but people can go after they've had their surgery like um some kind of home care and they can get care until they're ready to go to their home which i think is important because if you have surgery you're gonna have to have somebody to take care of you and mm-hmm. you know sometimes it's i saw this one girl on tiktok where she went to help her friend who got a BBL, right? Mm-hmm. But she had to pay for her own flight. Um, so do you think like if you're helping somebody with surgery that you should pay for anything? Like she didn't have to pay for her food or anything like that. But I think the one thing she did have to pay for was her flight. Um, for me, if I'm helping a friend, I would pay for my own stuff. I feel like mm. the it's not like you're making me. It's not like you're paying me to be there. If you're paying me and I'm like a um, an employee of yours, then yes, you're going to pay for me to come over there. You're going to pay for all my expenses. Just like when the government sends me somewhere, they pay for everything down to the rental car. But if I'm doing it as a friend, 
I don't feel like I should add that additional burden to the fact that you already just paid thousands of dollars to get whatever you need done or whatever you wanted done. Cause the difference between a want and a need, but you got, you spent thousands of dollars on that. Plus the emotional support. Like I need to be there to help you and not add to. So, so I a, wouldn't, a, does it make a difference if you ask the friend versus the friend asks you? No. Okay. So I don't, I, I've never been in a position where I, you know, um, I had to like go out and purchase like something big, like a flight. Um, for me, how I am as a friend, if I help you, I help you. That's just, it's right. just a wash, right? Um, but I will say it is very taxing on that person to help someone who has had some form of surgery, no matter if it's elective or not elective. I mean, it's a lot to consider doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but back to the housing situation, I think that'll be good for people who can, don't have any, who want to have these elective surgeries, but don't have anybody to help take care of them afterwards. Like you can't afford to hire, maybe, well, I guess you would be hiring somebody, but um, I think you don't have be, like a family member or a friend who supports mm-hmm. the surgery enough to want to spend days. Or maybe they do support it, but they just can't because of work and other obligations, you know, I don't mm-hmm. think it should look bad on the friend if they can't do it. Um, so yeah, another thing with the BBLs though. Okay. So this is elective surgery, right? Mm -hmm. Do we know what this is going to look like in 10 to 15 to 20 years? Yes, we do. You want to know why we know? Because K. Michelle (laughs) got that and then had to take it out. It was killing her. Literally. It was killing her. So the thing about... (laughs) about these surgeries is people want to do it for the moment because they think it's what's in mm-hmm. and people natural body's coming back yeah is it coming back hey what that's the natural body's coming back they're not coming back right now because everybody... 10 years from now we're gonna be in <laughs> i don't know <laughs> I, I feel like I people so. are trying to i would like to say so i see posts that say natural hair natural nails all that stuff is in i see that but at the same time there's reasons why these women are going over there and getting it done. And it could be just self-esteem. Yes. It could be self-esteem. But I think when you see people like Kay Michelle told, she told her story. Mm -hmm. She's talked about how she literally almost died and people are still going. Why? Because society makes them think that they got to look a certain way. Now I don't really, I mean, I love myself. I know there's areas I would like to tighten and tone. Listen, if I can go ahead. I ain't doing that. I ain't going to get no type of surgery just for fun. Because, because the world said something. Working out is really hard, right? And once you start like really truly like working out and you gotta do it every day. That they mm. ain't, ain't nobody working out every day. I mean, I don't work out every day, but I'm saying you so <laughs> like if you really are work working, is that my do you hear that? I hear nothing. I hear, oh, okay. It's probably in my house. So working out is the thing, like, if you really want to be fit and keep your body up, you really, I mean, you have to be consistent. I won't say every day. You have to be consistent. That's the hard part because, you know, you can be consistently working out and eating right and still not lose. Like, it's based on, like, hormones, how your body is genetically. It's a lot what of you're factors eating. into it and what you're eating. That's the biggest thing. Which is hard. And we also have this American diet, which we eat bigger portions than we're supposed to. And it's a whole little just psyche and you know it's a lot to do with it so I understand why people elect to go and get surgery again it's 
self esteem. It could be self esteem. It could be just a sheer need, want. I can't say. I just say <laughs> to go and get the surgery because of what it looks like. I see. You know, think about this. Hmm. We're single, right? Hmm. When we go and see these men on Instagram, and we're, I'm just using Instagram as an example, they have a certain type that they go for, and all of them look very similar. Mm-hmm. And so if you are single and you're wanting to um, date a certain man and you see them dating a certain look, right? A lot of times women are like, dang, you know, I, my body, you know, I don't have those breasts. I don't have that butt. I don't have the shape that she has. Let me go get that and maybe he'll want me. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's unfortunate. It's self-esteem. Um, yeah. You got to be confident in what you have. And I know self-esteem, it it goes up and down, up Mm -hmm. and down throughout your lifetime, but you have to be comfortable in your skin enough to know that, hey, they may like that look. And just because you don't have that look doesn't mean someone else might not like yours. Correct. So, but yeah, I I mean, I'm, I'm talking all this like, oh yeah, I'm in love with myself. Like, yeah, there's areas like I definitely would, wouldn't mind lipoing a little bit or toning and tightening. And I'm doing my little jogs every couple of days. But I do have to, I do keep it real with myself. Like I'm not, I don't want to look like everybody. After a while, they're all going to look the same. Where's the, where's the variety going to be? Mm-hmm. Everyone's getting the same butt lifts, the same breast augmentations, the same nose jobs, the same chin implants. Like everyone's going to start looking the same. And who wants that? Yeah. And the general message is to love yourself. Like, right. like I'm, I know for me, um, I've talked to friends about like, oh, I need to go back, like start back working out. And friends would be like, girl, you don't need to work out. You don't need to lose no weight. I'm like, for my body type, for what I'm used to, yes, I do for me to feel comfortable, you mm-hmm. know, and also the way I've been working, I haven't had the time to like, I'm used to a certain routine when it comes to like, I mean, even if I just work out two days a week is mm-hmm. better than what I've been doing. So, and then right. with quarantine too, um, and I feel like everybody's, you know, possibly put on a few pounds. So it's, it's, it's a journey. It's a process. Um, the thing with the BBLs though, you still have to work out. You don't get around it. Like, even mm-hmm. if you have, um, uh, what's the guy, uh, gastric by the sleeve, if mm-hmm. you get that done, you still have to work out. Right. Um, so it's interesting that people want to get away from like the whole workout, that whole process, but you still can't get away from it. It'll come back. Yeah. They want to get to their final destination really quickly without having to do the work, but the work mm-hmm. still has to get done in the back end. So it might jumpstart you, but you still got to do it. So that's a yeah. word, ain't it? That's a word. The work still has to be put in. It yeah. doesn't matter. It's either on the front end or the back end, but it's going to get done. And it's continuously. Right. (laughs) But, um, so that, yeah, that's, that's what we got for the BBLs. BBLs. Not the BBWs, but the BBLs. (laughs) We love our BBWs. Hey. Hey. (laughs) So, hey, Lizzo, we had a booty all out, but that's okay. First of all, the confidence, let me get the confidence of Lizzo. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. But, but here's the thing, Lizzo has so much confidence but she is also working on she's also working on herself it's a work in progress does she though i can be confident today i can be at 100 and tomorrow i might not be i mean i think everybody wavers in confidence at some point so i think she is confident 
Some of it may not be confident. Some of it may be, you know, I'm trying to get that. I'm trying to get there. That's what I feel the majority of it is. I feel like she's overcompensating, which makes me feel Mm. as though she's truly not as confident in herself as she's portraying to the world. And she has her breakdown moments where she's crying and all that stuff on video and saying how she feels about herself. But part of me feels like she has to do that to make herself She's trying to push herself to that point, which is sad. Like what you, the, but she's a role model for a lot of people that are bigger. But does she really feel that way, or not? That's all. That's no, no, no. That's interesting. So, what's overcompensating in this case? Um, and the reason why I'm asking is because I think about, and I've, I've talked about this on the podcast before. But in college, we, um, I did a research with the professor, mm-hmm. and we basically looked at Facebook, right? And who would be putting statuses on Facebook? You know, if, if I'm angry today and I'm like, you know what, I hate blah, 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 and start writing a status on Facebook. I don't write statuses on Facebook. I don't tell right. people my business like that. I don't right. be like, however, there's a subset group of people who take to Facebook or Instagram to unleash their emotions, right? right? Mm-hmm. And so, it's really interesting to me, the people that choose to do that and the people that choose not to. Mm-hmm. So are those people like looking for attention? That's something that we're evaluating. Mm-hmm. Are those people looking for attention? And I think it is the case. I mean, I see it a lot. I even see it with older people. <laughs> you know, like people, mom and daddy get on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my mom and dad. Get on Instagram and it's like this newfound. I mean, think about when we first got it. It's just new. It's the novelty of it and they start putting out stuff and getting likes and comments it's it's the gratification it's the mm-hmm. validation right all right so all right. yeah um okay but to, I, back to, I to the original question that you asked me is like mm-hmm. what is overcompensating and i think it's when you are feeling like every post has to be showing a body part or every post has to be talking about the same exact thing your life is more than just that so that's why I feel like she's just a little over over the over the top just over the top you can be confident in the whole world doesn't need to know it 24 7 that's all I guess I also I don't follow Lizzo on Instagram but I do follow her on TikTok and I see her post a lot of her vegan food eating a a ton of vegan food I saw her post giving back to black big businesses I saw, I do see her post a lot in swimsuits and, mm-hmm. you know, that type of thing too. So, yeah. yeah. So, um, okay, let's move on to our next topic. This is one topic that I know we didn't talk about before, but I just thought about it. Um, okay. And it's about the uh, Derek Chauvin mm. sentencing. Yes. That took place yesterday. Um. Not to bring the mood down, but to be realistic in everything. It was, um, no, what was your thoughts? Okay. Uh, to be honest, we've had so many cases. I want to say, I'm, I'm just going to blatantly say, I am angry. 100%, right? But we've had so many cases like this. And as a race, it's so hard to... digest something like this and then still so we're so used to taking in information 
I'm angry, I see it, but I got to move on anyway, right? Um, so I think that, I think he got sentenced like 22 and a half years or something mm-hmm. like that and won't serve all of them. I feel Too like bad. to take away a life on camp, to take, let me not even say on camera, to take away a life, period. Mm-hmm. We know you did it. Mm-hmm. You did it willingly. You knew he was dying. You had a chance to save his life and you did not. And the simple fact that you are a police officer and you are not sentenced, though jail is not enough. So I'm angry with the fact that he did not get life. He he should have gotten life. Mm -hmm. I don't believe in the death penalty for anybody because I think that everybody has a chance. However, I think that he definitely will get his his due uh justice and if not in this lifetime in the next lifetime like karma doesn't care who you are and it might not be to you it might be to a family member and I don't wish that on your family but I I also know that there are tons of families hurting not Mm -hmm. only George Floyd George Floyd's family I was Mm going to say the person you killed but then I was like let me say his name but every single black person's family because we've all had to deal with that to some degree. Maybe right. not you killing an exact family member, but something regarding, you know, jail, the system, something in our family. We all are having to grieve a loss, you know, mm-hmm. essentially. And the sad thing is, what do we do? We don't, as a, as a people, sometimes it's really hard to take in stories like this and not even stories I I don't even know stories to me is not even enough of a word to even convey what happened but how do we how do we move forward and make sure this doesn't happen again I just feel like sometimes it's it's like a hopeless feeling like what can we do what we there's I really don't think there's much we can do (laughs) um because it's not us doing it to us in that case the main thing that bothered me, and I didn't watch the trial, I still have never saw the video, but I heard that he wasn't remorseful in anything about what happened. And that's what bothered me the most, that you weren't remorseful. And the judge was one that, I think the lowest he could have got was 12 years, up to 40. And they said the judge is usually known to be somewhere in the middle. And he... um So he gave him the 22 and I'm like, people's cousins are really in prison for selling drugs and get 20. Mm -hmm. You got two and a half more years that you're not even going to serve because you really, I think, only have to serve two thirds of your sentence. So you got two and a half more years for killing a whole human being, a father, a son, a brother, a best friend, a cousin, like are you kidding me? Like that, that's what got me. But it's like, did, and someone asked me when I posted on my social media, they were like, um, did we celebrate too early? Because hmm. the celebration was that he was convicted on the three charges. I said, no, we didn't. I don't think we celebrated too early because it was still a victory because I don't know how many times this has even come to trial. I was going to the point say that. where there was actually a real trial and a real verdict. I don't think it's been probably a handful of that, but I don't follow it to that degree. But um, 
yeah, that was a victory there. Not only was he tried, he was convicted, but the real celebration, there's really no celebration because you can never bring back the person that's gone and the grieving will never end. It will continue until you meet that person again in heaven. So the family, everybody is going to be grieving. The whole, the whole country was grieving. So yeah, I just thought it was crazy. I think that we did celebrate what we thought was a, was a victory, but there's still a lot more to go. So. You know what's sad for me is skin color in this situation. It's like if he was a black man killing another black man, they would have threw the book at him. Period. He would have been under the jail. Police he officer, was a black or not. police officer killing yes. a black. <sighs> Do you think he would have got twenty two and a, and a half years? If he was a black police officer and he killed a black man, I mean, maybe maybe it wouldn't have been as. Honestly, I don't know. I, I know that they, the shield of blue is strong. They're gonna shield each other. I I honestly don't know because the person that the victim is black, so I don't okay, know if they would have got take more. Police officer out of this. Since he's a white man and he killed a black man, do you think if this is just a normal case and he was not a police officer that he would have got life or the same sentence or less? He probably got the same thing. It's black and white. It's not, Mm -hmm. I'm not looking at it as, so like when you were saying if it was a black officer that Mm -hmm. did it to a black person, I'm seeing two black people. I took completely the officer part out. So I don't think they would have thrown the book at that person um, just because it was two black people. I know that they would not have thrown a book at anybody if it was one of the, if the, the convicted person was white. I don't, yeah, I don't think that a black person would get the same or or would get a worse sentence because it's black against black. They probably wouldn't care. I don't know. Yeah. But if it was the opposite, like a black officer and a white person, Mm -hmm. that I think would have been different. That's when I think the book would have gotten thrown. Because there would have been so much outrage in the country from the soon-to-be minority Caucasians. So, yeah. I caught that. They, they will be the minority soon. So, that's, that's if, no shame. Ooh, that's, that's, that's really, like, true life if, census. If they uh, don't start continuously um, making sure we have infertility issues but that's another story for another day i think unless they trying to get trying to do that to asians and middle easterns and blacks and hispanics like there's so much more of us than white people like that's what's gonna happen that's just what's gonna happen yeah, we're all a melting pot anyway and we was first but that's neither here nor there we was first mm-hmm. first what people on earth oh the first people on earth you don't they say blacks came first Mm. you don't believe that i mean i don't i think that or color i don't even know if we were i don't say i don't know if we were like distinct like these are the black people and these are the white people and these i don't think i don't think if we had a name no i i'm I'm just saying if i had to go based on like color darker skin it. was first mm-hmm. yes yes okay that i can agree with <laughs> yeah i don't think it was a name i think they just made up race mm-hmm. uh at some point 
So okay. to get off of, uh, let's go back to a higher topic. Um, whew, where do you go from here? Well, uh, I can say something real fun. Go ahead. Uh, the Suns are in the, <laughs> the playoffs. So. What? The Phoenix Suns are in the playoffs. The oh. NBA playoffs is happening right now. So my sons, I am a girl from Arizona. Um, we are we we was trying to sweep the Clippers. We was trying, but we lost the other day. That was so sad. That was Thursday. So the game is today. So I'm excited. And hopefully by the time this episode drops on Tuesday, the Suns will be three to one and will be so close to getting to the finals. All right. Yeah. A lot has been going on with the, with the um, NBA lately with these last four teams. So it's just exciting. It's exciting. You know what? I am, uh, for where my future husband is going to be, I am not, I used, I'm more of a football fan than a basketball fan. Mm-hmm. But, um, I mean, I enjoy a couple of sports. I just have been a very, I think, me, you talked about this. Uh, anti-sport person since I got older and Mm -hmm. I grew up in the house with my dad and my brothers and that's all we would watch and Mm -hmm. so when I got older I'm like I don't want to see another person do anything sports related but you know I need to get back into it you do I love it it used to be my thing um all right let's talk about since we were on uh blacks a little bit and I hate the word black I, I know I'm just, like every time you say that I'm like I don't even say black I don't even know why I'm using it <laughs> scratch that from the record right, right okay right, right right black culture right okay let's talk about that in regards to TikTok so mm-hmm. on um I've seen a couple of things circulating recently that um so Meg the Stallion has a new song out um I won't I was trying to say it without it being so I'll just say she has a new song out is it a bad um, is the name bad it's uh thought ish thought ish thought ish is what it's called no the the last word is the ish oh thought okay got it Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) or I mean thought ish could be a good Meg the Stallion if you're listening your next song could be thought ish Mm -hmm. just a little bit My mom went somewhere else. Okay, so basically, um, the whenever a new song comes out, there are certain Black creators or uh, dancers on TikTok. They will create a dance and it will go viral, right? Mm-hmm. If you are on TikTok, uh, Meg Thee Stallion's song normally would have probably went viral by now, but the Black creators or dancers are deciding to. Uh, be on strike they are not creating any dances because they feel like when they do that it goes viral and they do not get credit and then there are a lot of uh, white counterparts or tiktokers that steal the dances and then they ended up they end up getting credit or going viral um okay so to say all of that it's the whole premise of that we are the culture, we move culture, and if we don't have a hand in it, it doesn't, you know, get done, basically. So it doesn't, it's not promoted or, so if you look on TikTok, <laughs> there's a lot of, like, little um, dances going around with saying, like, white people, they don't know what to do now to the song because there's nobody, like, Black showing them how to dance to this particular song. hmm 
and it doesn't have to be Meg Thee Stallion. It could be any hot popping song that comes out, you know. Right. So I, I for one think, honestly, it's a good thing. I don't know what they plan to do to mediate that. I mean, if they have a plan, that is great. If they are like, let me not do a dance and then see how that goes and then come out with the dance. I, I don't know what their plan is. So that'll be interesting to me to see how they plan to navigate that. Cause that so was- they just want credit. Credit and probably money. You know, I don't know if you know, but these viral TikToks, they generate money. You can make money from TikTok. And so if I created a dance today and it went viral and I don't get money for it, I'm gonna be hot too. I want my I want my credit. I want my coins more than credit. You mean I want my credit. I mean my my coins. There has to be a way. There no, because like if okay, so I create a dance, right? you come right behind me and create do the same dance that I did yours go viral how do they know I created it um I don't know that's not for me to try to figure out but I feel like there's there has to be a way like there's there's too many things getting patented and all of that like there's got to be a way they just probably at first it wasn't no thing like oh yeah look that's my dance and it was cool but now it's like wait a minute I want my money so there's got to be a way they just got to figure it out True. I'm like, I'm, I'm thinking like, what if you just don't know if I'm 15 in my basement creating a dance and it goes viral? I'm just thinking I'm just creating a dance. I didn't know it was going to go viral. Right. And now I don't but, get any credit for it. But now, you know, so now you got to start doing what needs to be done to make sure that you're getting what's due to you. What if that was so your one time, shot? Then it's your one shot and you missed it. I mean, I, I can't fix someone else's issue, but I'm saying they're there's got to be something that you can do. And even if it's not like you're getting paid for every single time somebody else does it, maybe there's some way where you can hold some type of an event or do some like partner with the actual artist in a way so that you get something like you, there's a way we just, they just got to figure it out. Okay. Let me ask you another question. We as black people, we move the culture in general, right? So if I come out and I have this bum hairstyle Mm -hmm. and everyone is like, oh my God, and it goes everywhere. Am I to be credited for coming up with this hairstyle? Am I to get money for coming up with this hairstyle? And now it's a thing? I don't think so. It's just a hairstyle. And most of the hairstyles we have are- I mean, there's- Not new. Yeah. So I I don't, I I feel like, I mean, that's a a creativity thing, but it's just a hairstyle. It's not something you can really go out and sell. Yeah, I think the the point in this is saying that if we don't have a hand in it, it doesn't generate dollars. And so being just cautious of making sure we get our due funds and things that we are making, like creating and taking time out to do. And that's when it comes down to educating ourselves on ways to make sure that we patent or we, you know, get a registered trademark, all of that stuff that it falls on us. If we want the money, we can't just expect, it's a dog eat dog world. We can't expect mm-hmm. them to be like, oh, well, let's figure out who created this so we can give them their money. No, that don't happen. Even when you're working in a business, like or a company, you may say something and your coworker adds a little bit to it and then takes it to the boss and then they mm-hmm. get the raise. 
you should have kept it to yourself and done what you had to do to make sure that your words were being sent to the right place. So it falls on us to educate ourselves. It, it doesn't make it okay for them to just take stuff, but yeah, it's that's a free, good point. You, free world. It happens at work all the time with people like, you know, like, don't tell them what you're thinking. Tell the person who makes the decisions what you're thinking. Good point. It falls on the person, the individual. It's unfortunate, but it's a learning lesson for all those creators. They've they've learned, oh, well, look, we're a creator. We need to start doing stuff with our own talents and getting paid. And if that means going directly to the artist or directly to, you know, maybe another platform like Versus or something, like do what you got to do to make your money. Don't cry about it. Don't cry. Uh -uh. Listen, Sierra on here with no sympathy. None, because you have to fight for what you want and what's due to you. It's unfortunate, but we have to fight for everything. So don't think that the world is going to give you anything because they're not. And we should already know that. We see how the world is running. So don't cry for what? No, I have no sympathy. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? You would think most people would know about that by now, but there is a lot of people operating on someone should give me something or hand me something. Right. That's why I said don't cry because I ain't got time for it. I don't feel bad for them. I don't. I just hope that that's enough drive to get them to do what needs to be done or to to try to go to the next level. So, and you're making little TikTok videos. Cool, cool. Look, you might need to go ahead and make a whole dance company. Mm-hmm. Stop, you know what I'm saying? Stop trying to just get the little things on the side. Like if someone's doing, like do what you got to do. I think we need an, uh, more mentors and a more loving environment. I think what you said is great. Like we definitely should be like, no, no one is going to do this for you. Like you get up, you hustle, you go. Right. But I also think we as a community need more people to actually tell us these things. Otherwise we just, you know, if I'm, I'm living in a small town and I don't have like positive people around me, I just don't know. Uh, but like you said, we got the internet. We got. We got I was about, I was just about to say there's the internet, there's social media, there's libraries. Like, don't use anything as an excuse to pacify you not going out and doing what you want for yourself. For All you. Right. you gotta Pastor Sierra gave us the word today. She if said, you, if I'm being too tough, get some tougher skin, boo. Cause like, <laughs> I, but I, I just don't. And maybe it's the middle child in me. Like, I don't feel like anybody should give me anything like I I'm going to go for what I want and if I don't get it it's because of me it's not because someone didn't give it to me it's because I didn't go hard enough and maybe that's a bad trait but I'm all about networking I'm all about doing what I have to do to get what I want and I think sometimes in society people just feel like people should just hand them things and that's not what's gonna happen so don't set yourself up for failure thinking it's gonna I 100% agree with you. It's just got to be somebody nice on here today. So, oh, you go ahead and be the nice one because I, so I chose to be nice today. <laughs> Usually I'm the mean one. Um, all right. Next topic is let's segue into some documentaries that have been out. So, uh, the first one that I want to talk about is Mary J. Blige documentary. Um, she had a new documentary that came out about her um, My Life album. Mm-hmm. And so I watched it and it was very um, sad because as a people, it's just this repetitive cycle of um, growing up in a not so good home, 
um she didn't think she was gonna even be a singer like that was not her thought process she just happened to you know back in the day I think they had where you could go in the mall and make a demo tape and it she happened to give it to her stepfather who knew someone and Mm. that's how she ended up getting into the music business but if it wasn't for that you know she probably wouldn't have but she goes on to say how the album that she had made at that time is her second album was like the darkest time that she had she was young she was Mm -hmm. in a relationship with uh Casey I always have to think of them like every time I I say Casey I'm like Casey it'd be in my mind yeah um Casey and they were both super young at the time and Casey was very abusive to her Mm-hmm. He was also coming into his own as an artist and probably jealous of her. And so mm-hmm. their relationship was very toxic, but she was also at the same time coming out of the projects. Like even when her song Real Love came out, she was still in the project. So mm-hmm. having to mm-hmm. <laughs> having to fight because you're making it big because people don't want you to have anything like oh no you ain't gonna if I can't get out you can't get out mm-hmm. so having to still have one foot in the projects and one foot in the music business trying to make it her mind she was confused she was drinking she was doing drugs anything to try to cope with that time and to even I looked at her a couple of her interviews now I mean for her to be 50 so many people have died in the music industry and for her to get out of that lifestyle and to come into it with her whole mind to know like, dang, I've been through a lot. Mm-hmm. I can appreciate it. I didn't want to go through it. However, it made me a bigger, a better person. And it also helped me relate to so many people because so many people in our community go through the same things. I mean, I relate to a lot of things that she went through and I'm, I'm listening to the song. I'm like, wow, shoot, I should have listened to this when I was young. It would have been very helpful but um I think everybody should go watch the documentary go listen to Mary's album support Mary I think one one little Mm -hmm. thing I want to mention if you go back and watch her interviews she's very not smiley very like kind of like um defensive a little bit if you go back and watch even her interviews now and she mentions like it's not because she she didn't trust anybody she didn't want to be like forthcoming with a lot and I think sometimes to me saying this is sometimes we misjudge people on who who we want them to be at that time for us right so if you're talking to somebody and they're very like strong face not as smiling or you just never know what people are going through so mm-hmm. I just say like don't always judge people or a book box cover when you first meet people or you know everybody goes through things so I have a quick question. I have a documentary that I want to talk about too. Like not talk about really, but just recommend. But um, my question for you is, do you think Mary can sing? No. Yes or no? <clears throat> we don't. <laughs> can she sing or no? I got I to gotta put something in this now because I was listening to the documentary and I was like, hmm, some of them, them notes may not be the best notes now. Um, however, Ooh, can Mary J, um, I ain't gonna knock, I ain't gonna knock her. I'm just gonna say yes. I ain't gonna knock her from her singing. You think she can sing? Okay, cool. Just want, cause I, I see it coming up. Like, 
I'm pretty sure if there was a poll, it would be like a 50-50. Like people, some people say that they love her, just like some people say they love Beyonce, she can sing, and others are like, she can't sing. I'm like, wait, what? So I personally think that she's more, she's not a singer. I -hmm. think that she can perform. I think that she can get a good tune and carry a tune in a bucket, but I wouldn't put her in like the category of a singer. She's no Aretha Franklin. It's just okay. Like if I can sing your songs and sound like you, you don't need a record deal. Like that's all I feel. That's how I feel. No, 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 no. Mary, no. So Mary contributed a lot to the uh, music industry and R&B. I'll never take that away from her. I think she has done a lot. So in the soul, in the R&B, I'm going to go with yes, Mary. Mary has a lot to offer. And I think that... um, music would be very different without her i agree i told i'm I'm not taking anything from her i just don't think she's a vocalist that's what i mean when i say okay i don't think she can sing like i think she can get a good song together get a good beat get a good melody rhythm all of that lyrics be right but she i wouldn't say hey here's a mic acapella sing something and be like oh i feel chills i don't think she's that that's all i was uh, there's plenty of artists if you want to talk about it Aaliyah I don't think Aaliyah was a singer I think Aaliyah was a great performer I think Aaliyah had great music but when I'll go back and listen to her live I'm like see no she'd be trying to dance at the same time though and that takes a lot of work but yeah she's not a super vocalist either I think there's only a few of them so, but yeah, we'll go on to the next thing. But the, the Stone me later, guys. Stone me later. But that's it, what I said. Yeah, it is your opinion. <laughs> um, but one documentary that I just started, and um, it kind of makes me hungry when I watch it, but it's High on the Hog. Mm-hmm. So um, if y'all want to watch something that's not music related and more culturally based, um, I would recommend that on Netflix. And Steven- I watched the first episode. You did? Mm-hmm. You- <laughs> Well, then the second episode, we was looking at it. We was like, why, why is he <laughs> like, I don't know if they, cause he was, um, where was he at? I think he was in Louisiana and they just made him look like he was really down and out eating no. his food in the country. And I'm like, they got to calm this hair. This man, it should, his, his hair should not look like that. But, um, yeah, that the first episode, the food looked really, you know, mm-hmm. now I did, I was talking to one of my friends and I said, me who I am, right? I don't know if I really would have ate the food at some of them places. <laughs> I would try it. I would have tried everything at least once. But that's what my friend said. I would have just Oprah. tried it just to see. I'm like, I would have been, of course, been sick the next day. Mm. I felt like I would have been sick. Just because you can't, not, I, and I, it, it was in Africa, but I just want to say that sometimes when you're out of the country, no matter where you are, you can't eat what the locals eat a lot of times. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But I'm a The water and stuff is just different. <laughs> it looked good though yeah and so I, I gotta watch the rest of them and I think I heard the very last episode was on Juneteenth and like eating the red foods for Juneteenth and all that stuff and I was like dang I wish I would have gotten to that part before Juneteenth happened but better late than never I'm still gonna learn what I need to learn so yeah bring it back bring it back so we can mm-hmm. learn yeah all right do you have the next topic before we go on to the thought we want to talk about Britney yeah so we're gonna talk about Britney Spears really quick because there's all the hashtags of free Britney and then okay you guys I am an educated woman but I didn't go to, to um dictionary.com and have them pronounce this word out right out out loud for me so hopefully <laughs> I'm gonna say it right don't judge you guys know what the word is but it's conservatorship 
Is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Cause I know it's a conservator. So basically I wanted to read up what it was about because she's claiming that she's not able to get pregnant. She's not able to marry. She can't do anything for herself. Um, because her father is her conservator. So I just looked it up and basically it was implemented and governed by, um, each, by each individual state. So the Supreme Court in California says that it's when a judge appoints someone, the conservator, to take care of another adult who is incapable of taking care of themselves or their finances. The court grants this conservatorship to an individual they deem responsible and able to handle the conservator E, which is Brittany. So essentially, anyone can file for a conservatorship with the courts. The person who seeks to be the conservator um, can be a spouse, a relative, a state or local government agency, even a friend. So you can be my conservator if you file and they grant it to you. Um, and in s- extreme unusual cases, the person who would be the conservatory can also file. So Brittany could have mm. filed for someone to be her guardian. There's two different types. There's the types that are um, dealing with all your financial matters, your estate, like paying your bills and your income. And there's ones that cares for you and protects the person um it's called the conservator of the person. It cares for and protects the person when the judge decides that the person um, can't do it themselves. So we all know Brittany had a little breakdown back in the day. I didn't realize it, but it was 2008 is when this happened. Um, she went into, I think it was voluntary. I want to say in February 28, 2008, Brittany was put in, in oh, involuntary. There we go. I was going to say, if it was voluntary, that's what they say, because... So she was put on a involuntary psychiatric hold, which prompted her father to petition the court in LA to name both him and an attorney as her conservator. Um, and at that time, she had an estate of $60 million. Mm-hmm. But she got none. The petition was granted temporarily at that time and then permanently in October of 2008. So as you can count on your fingers, that was a long time ago. So Brittany's... Um, Basically, her conservatorship means that her father has to sign off on every major decision she makes from businesses to health to voting and marriage. Brittany's entire life has has been controlled since 2008 when it went into effect. And this week we learned more about it when she testified um, on June 23rd in front of a judge and said that she wants her life back and she's not able to do all these different things. And the one that stood out was like she has an IUD that's in her in her that she can't she like literally cannot take out because her father and the attorney are the ones who control when she goes to the doctor and what procedure she's allowed to have. And they put it in her so she can't have more babies. So let's talk about what this is. And the one thing that Brittany did say, which I felt really bad for her, cause I'm pretty sure it ate her up is that she apologized to her fans. She said for appearing as though everything was okay. All these years, she's been silently suffering being controlled a hundred percent by an attorney and your father. And she's, she's older than me. I don't even know how old she is, but she's definitely older than me. And she can't even make any decisions on her own. And she feels like she let her fans down because she never showed any signs of what was happening to her. So I want to say I'm a fan of Brittany. Brittany actually follows, follows me on Twitter is the only uh, celebrity that follows me. And (laughs) I would show y'all. So y'all don't think I'm lying. Hold on. I don't want y'all to see this thing. I can't see anything. 
You want us to see? Uh, I'm not following her, but see follow and then followers just so you know I'm not lying. Can you what see? Is fo so follow means that's you're on oh, your page? Yeah. So followers. Okay. And then there's Brittany and Patrick. Um, okay. But um, so anyway, there is a documentary that is out that's been out for a while. And mm -hmm. so you talked about her dad and I don't think her dad was necessarily on this documentary, but the lawyer mm -hmm. who worked with the dad was on the documentary and was talking about uh, the process and how um, the dad was taking Britney's money and mm -hmm. she ended up joining forces back with the dad. And I'm like, so this whole documentary tells you that one, she was being mistreated. Two, she can do nothing for herself. Three, mm -hmm. they have her working, making money that she cannot use mm -hmm. does not make sense to me. It doesn't. Like, the, is the money going to her kids? And also her dad is making money off of Brittany. The lawyer is making money off of Brittany. There's a lot of people in play that's making money from her. Mm -hmm. um, she so, has to do shows they say to do. She has to do mm -hmm. tours. Like she has no control over her own. She estate. literally is like a robot. It's literally like, I don't have to work, but you go work for me and bring me back the money. It's like very prostitute-ish. And I really hate that because when it's your own family. And I understand if she had a breakdown and her family was like, I mean, she did, she did have a major breakdown. I understand that. And we need <laughs> to take control, but for all of these years, no, mm -hmm. you, and then to quote unquote, kind of drug her and like make her do these things. I think you should, there should be evaluation and process. Okay. Let's do this for a year. Let's see how she is in a year. If she, if this lady, not this lady, if Brittany can work, if she can go to work every single day, learn to dance this mm -hmm. sweat, blood, and tears, and you can make money off of her, then I feel like she has some sense to be able to control her. Now, they did say in the documentary that she had people around her, like she was very gullible, and she had people around her who were trying to take her finances. But what's the difference between those people and her dad? Yeah. And the thing is, even if that was the case back, you know, mm -hmm. 2008, what was she like, 25 maybe? She's older now. She's learned. Can we petition to take this away? Like Where's how long do you want to control? How, how long do you want to control your your child so the post it said some um, different things that you can do you can donate to the aclu you can vote in local elections you can put the pressure on washington and you can use your voice so if you don't have any resources to donate you can always use your voice on social media the more people that raise awareness about these issues the better chances we have on making a change so there's things that we can do but i'm thinking specifically about her dad and her and the attorney like that's very greedy for you to continue to almost slave your daughter. And she has a song, I must slave. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But that's what she feels like. And it's, it's really disheartening that she had, a, she had a really big mental breakdown. She got the help. How long are we going to, how long are they going to punish her for having a mental breakdown and going to seek help?
But you actually have to realize where she was in life too. And I think being a celebrity is super hard. Like for her, like all the paparazzi, she was having her kids almost being taken from her at that point. It was a lot. And I also think that if she gets out of this, if they say, you know, this is, you know, her dad and Lori can go away. I think she needs a new lawyer out that she does not know that somebody has helped her get that's real solid you know, she needs new people in place. And maybe she can even, if she feels like, you know, I'm just getting out of this. I want to take it slow. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she should have meetings maybe like every three months or so, or so with a group of people, trusted people, keyword is trusted, that she can say, okay, how am I, how, how is my finances doing now? You know, um, what yeah. new, new things can we do to, you know, help my mental state, like, so I can relax, but also do things that I enjoy. And I think, um, I think everybody deserves, I mean, she's, again, more than capable. If she can work, she's capable of being her own person. Person. And to to control someone's body like that is insane. Mm. Um, yeah. Free Britney. Hashtag free Britney. Hashtag free Britney. Um, let's see. I think those were the topics we were gonna we was gonna talk about today. Is it one, one more. Oh, um, well, one more. One more. We don't, we don't, we don't have to talk about this, but I just happened to see it on social media, and this is the. Um, I was looking at some post, and it was talking about Jasmine Sullivan had some highlights. Oh, on right, her right. page mm-hmm. and uh, it's she named it like Hohive <laughs> and mm-hmm. it basically was like she asked people like what have you, what's the craziest thing you've done for uh for um I'm experiencing a man <laughs> thank you because I I didn't have it in me I was I <laughs> I couldn't um, swing that one, <laughs> pun intended. What's, what's the craziest you've done for some pleasure? Okay. And in reading this, I was just like, hmm. So I'm gonna just read a couple to y'all. Okay. Um, <laughs> so um, paid a portion of our rent. So I guess they live together. And then that person went on vacation. Um, and maybe that's not, they babysat their newborn. They babysat their newborn? Mm-hmm. Their own newborn? No, not together. Oh, so wait, 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 wait. So I like this guy and I want to be with him. So I'm going to babysit his newborn so I can get some from him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Let okay. them keep their girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This one says, let his homie hit it too, and I'll do it again. No, that is definitely not okay. Slept in his car while he slept inside with his girlfriend. <laughs> slept in the car? Yes. Said I would donate Wait, in plasma. Front his, in front of his house? <laughs> no. While his, while his girlfriend inside. Said I would donate plasma and give him the money to pay his rent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't believe it. 
I wouldn't do that. Everybody was donating plasma in college. I never got That's what that. I, I was telling a friend. I'm like, people was doing that to try to go shopping. They didn't give a lot of money. And what did they do with the plasma? That's the thing. I didn't even, I don't know. I dropped a few friends off when they were going, but I never went, I never even went inside because I was like, I don't like needles. I don't, that sounds painful. Sierra was like, I can drop y'all off, but let me know how to go mm-hmm. for y'all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let me know when you want me to pick you back up. With an hour, I'll be back. Yeah. Uh, cater his fiance's birthday party and pretend like he didn't pay me in money and in... <laughs> Okay. Paid his child support for him. Mm. Oh gosh, sorry. I don't. I don't have a whole feeling on child support, but we're not gonna talk about that today. Okay. They had blank in church. Mm-hmm. So are these people? Oh, oh God, say he's. Are these people saying what they have done, or what mm-hmm. they wouldn't do? know what they have done how far they've gone okay um pretend in front of his wife that we were homies and we were hooking up in bed oh Mm. uh paid for his tux and her makeup to the wedding i wasn't invited to no no suggest what to get his girlfriend for their anniversary one of them said they basically had sex while the mom was in the bed that I don't I don't understand how that's possible. Like the mother, so even if it's a king size bed, so I got a king size bed, plenty of room for multiple people. <laughs> but how do you pull that off? I don't understand. Um, some of the things it's like um one time this guy, I guess, dropped this girl off to the ER and then took her car for two days. Didn't even go on the inside. You never let him take your car. <laughs> like, you gonna leave me at the hospital and just go? Oh no. So there's men who are responding as well. Mm-hmm. These are not just, okay, that makes me feel better. Uh, on the way to his house, her car broke down and she mm-hmm. walked two miles to him. And why did he go pick her up? I need more to the story. Or meet me halfway if he, if he doesn't have a car. Meet me halfway and we walk together. <laughs> or what about the one where, um, oh, I told you the windshield wipers were broken and she drove in the rain. Uh, so needless to say, there's a lot of, if you guys have the chance to go and look, I mean, go to an AA meeting with him and introduce myself as an alcoholic. Is that just to spend extra time with him for that, yeah. in that hour? Okay. All right. Tried to take out a loan and got denied. Sold my ex to pay for his jail bond. <laughs> all right now. It doesn't sound like any of these guys are really worth all that work. That's the point. That is the point. Stay with him way. after he had two newborns on me. One girl said that she moved the side piece in because she was pregnant and the man asked her to the side piece was pregnant mm-hmm. okay and so slept. now they all one big family yeah <laughs> slept with him one last time and retwist his hair for his wedding <laughs> some of these i'm like I'm so these are our stories Mm-hmm. these are stories wow 
So people have to, they're not going to get to see them because they're going to be gone. Well, it's on her highlight. So if you go to oh, okay. Jasmine Sullivan's page, I don't know how long they're going to stay. Hopefully they're on there by Tuesday when this is out. But yeah, go read for yourself on some of the things. Like, we're not judging, but it's some of them I'm like, now nah, y'all going too far, too far, too far. Too far for someone who's probably not worth it. Not worth it. Won't see you again in life. I want to know where he took her car for two days. And what was his excuse? <laughs> what you, what you think he was doing? <laughs> but what did he say when he picked her back up? Hey, babe, like I had to go to work and I figured you was just laid up anyway. <laughs> Do you have to pick her back up? Because you can go park the car. No, you go pick me back up at the door where you dropped me off. Take me, take my car, bring my car to me. First of all, if this man didn't didn't come to the ER with you, that means that he's real savage. So he probably was like, I left your keys in the car for you. Mm. It's not right. What Mary says, no, that ain't Mary. That's uh, Whitney. Right. It's not right, but it's okay. Mm. <laughs> it's not yeah. either, but. <laughs> we need to, I need some follow-up stories. So if they're. I wish I could just like message those people. So what happened right. next? Right. Yeah. I mean, you don't give me half of the story. Mm-hmm. So if you guys are listening and watching and you have a crazy story, let us know. We know Z. Yes. But don't I leave mean, out all the details. Mm-hmm. Don't just tell me someone took your car or you moved in the side pregnant chick. Like I need to know what happened. Like I need to know what happens next. Right. What happens next? Tell us. Tell us your business. We won't tell anyone else. Just everyone nope, who's listening. We, we might tell people. We won't never say your name, though. Oh, yeah. Definitely won't say your name. Mm-hmm. The listeners will find out because I'm going to tell. I'm going to be like, girl, let me tell you about this story I heard. <laughs> yeah. But so I think this Non-attribution. Is- I won't tell anybody your name. <laughs> so, guys, if you um, enjoyed this episode, let us know if you want more episodes like this. Um, this is fun to kind of... Um, take some of the hot, hot topics and talk about them mm-hmm. and give you our, it's our first time doing it. Mm-hmm. I think we've think. done it before. I don't know if we had a whole episode on it, but okay. If it's, not, if it's not the first time, then yeah, it's been a while. Cause I don't remember. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we just thank you for listening and definitely hope you come back. Yes. Come Ooh. back, come back and see us. And, um, Again, let us know how you enjoyed this episode and we shall talk to you later. All right. All right bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>